When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic, to cosplay, to Schitt's Creek, to Supernatural, and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Hello and welcome to this special interview episode of It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and I recently spoke with actor and singer-songwriter Sean Andrews to discuss his debut album and the single and video from it, Ride Like Thunder. You may know Sean from his role as Pickford in Dazed and Confused, which we did speak about as well because it is celebrating its 30th anniversary. Yes, that's right. 30th anniversary, which just blows my mind. But I really, really enjoyed speaking with Sean. It was such an interesting conversation about the creative process, about how important music is and nature and a bunch of really great things. I really, really enjoyed this conversation. So I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Thank you. Hi, Sean. It's so nice to virtually meet you. It's nice to virtually meet you as well. Thank you. And congratulations on your debut album and the single Ride Like Thunder. It must be so exciting to finally be venturing into this world of of music and to have an album coming out. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it's really exciting. You know, the first track's out there and we're really grateful it's getting, you know, a lot of love. And it's it is. It's very exciting to venture out there with a new song and and have the whole album um it's it's really cool and i'm wondering i know you really love nature a lot and of course i mean the title of it is ride like thunder but did nature influence a lot of what you were writing wow that that's a very cool question really and truly like a lot of the writing came from dreams um as as a little out there as that sounds i i First, had a, a really vivid dream about a song, actually the song that we're going to be teasing next called Spiritual Technology. And I, I dreamed you know, the lyrics. I got up, I wrote them down, went back to bed, and the song completed itself. And so I knew, okay, this is something I absolutely need to lean into. And um, really and truly, I, I just tried to be open to that sort of process of the subconscious it was an approach from sort of an autobiographical uh, way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which I love. I think it's very beautiful when an artist wrestles with their emotions and feelings with their lyrics. I think that's super brave and great. But really and truly, a lot of these songs were like way above my, uh, you know, writing sort of uh, capabilities. I knew they were sort of a gift or a download, if you will. 
And I, I just, they just came one right after the other. The first one was spiritual technology. And, um, or I would hear a phrase and it's like a download or follow it. So I know it sounds a little out there, but that really is the, the process. No, I love that. I think that's, that's beautiful. Really, that's beautiful because I think music is, I always say on my podcast that music is my first love. I think music can inspire you, move you in, in so many different ways and change your life. So getting that inspiration from dreams, that's, that's really, that's really beautiful. I love that answer. Uh, uh, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Of course. And of course you also are an actor and did acting influence any of, I know a lot of it came from dreams, but did any of your performances influence any of your music or, or even vice versa? Is there any music that's, that's influenced your performances? Oh, absolutely. I mean, for, you know, like for sure with both, um, you know, like when I'm preparing to play a role, I'll usually put together almost like a sort of a soundtrack for the character. And that way I can kind of hop in and out, you know, because films, as you know, are, are shot, you know, in pieces. So it's a great way to like, pop right back into that world music is a very powerful tool for that um so that's definitely something that that i use um and i think that there is sort of a you know without killing people with process <laughs> um it's there is something to sort of like um almost like like channeling you know what i mean and music is definitely a great tool to get you there you know like in obviously like in acting to me anyhow it's most exciting when you don't really know what's going to happen next and even you're, you're surprised you know yeah. and i think you know creatively with the music it's it's cool that that same sort of energy it, it does seem to be coming from the same energy that where the lyrics are coming from they're they're almost like like being channeled or like i said downloaded oh so beautiful I, beautiful it makes me just look at uh i love when people are able to see this deeper meaning in art because i think too often people think of art, any kind of art form, like acting and music as they're kind of flippant and it's as it's not as important. And so I love hearing how beautiful art is to you, or at least that's the way it sounds when you're describing oh, thank it. You. So. Yes. No, it really, I mean, I mean, so many films and, and, and so many um, songs, you know, have gotten me through, um, you know, some very hard times. Um, have absolutely given me a different perspective on life. It's certainly given me, you know, inspiration or a laugh. And I think that, you know, like it, that music and films and all forms of art, it's kind of like, um, you know, it's a celebration of our spirit. And it's, and it's a place really where um, we examine ourselves. And I think it really helps us really evolve. It's, it's, you know, not to get like too deep, <laughs> but I really do think that imagine like a world without music or films or, or, or art. But I mean, I find art in everything, like even like in a, a beautiful, you know, crafted like uh, car or motorcycle or or anything, you know, like even, a, you know, like there's an art form to like really literally everything, you know? Mm hmm. No, I, I completely, completely agree. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about the process of making a music video because you have the music video is out now for Ride Like Thunder. And there's even like a bit in there in the beginning where um, there's an animated, I'm assuming it's an animated version of you yeah. in a car driving. So what was that process like? Did you have input into what went into the video or? 
Well, let me first start off by giving the, the producer slash director uh, his love. Uh, Charles Owens at Chastise Media uh, did this. He's a dear friend of mine and super, super talented. You know, I came to him and said that Ride Like Thunder sort of captures that gear that we all have in us to sort of push past fear. Um, and that really is what it, it, it became to me or, or what it started to evolve to me. And I wanted to capture that feeling. And I felt like extreme sports um, really taps into that. You, you have to push past in order to, to make it happen. And I think we, we discussed a lot about our love for American muscle cars and road trips and like incorporating sort of uh, both those themes. And really, you know, Charles crafted it really beautifully, sort of combining sort of a road trip, uh, you know, but all through it, still capturing moments of sort of uh, pushing past your fear. And, and uh, it's, it's really cool. I think he's done an incredible job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought it was interesting, especially having the um, animation in the beginning and then jumping, like you said, to those extreme sports and like, I mean, the skateboarding and then the paragliding and then the surfing and all of that stuff. It was really nice to inc that incor it incorporated so well and so smoothly. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I'll be job. pleased to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did a great job on that. Yes. He did. Big yes. up to Charles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I'm wondering, um, you know, social media has changed everything, you know, and especially TikTok. And I know you work a little bit with TikTok. How has that changed your view on how you approach fans of your work? Has that changed that at all? A lot. I mean, I think that, you know, it's changed. I think the you know, the music game, um, I think it's changed every medium and, you know, and there's no point in fighting it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you have to accept that like, wow, I can get to like so many people if I, you know, as opposed to like getting in a van and like going on like a cool sort of like tour with your buds across the country, which I still think you should do. Don't get me wrong, but you would really be missing a big part of, you know, getting the whole world with a click mm -hmm. of your button. And I just think that it's, you know, in the right way, use the right way. Um, it, it can be a really, really powerful tool, you know? And it's funny because the, the song that I have coming up that we're going to be teasing is called Spiritual Technology. And it's a little bit about like, does technology connect us or disconnect us? You know, are we, are we more lonely, you know, with technology, you know? Um, even though obviously it connects us, but in some ways I do believe it disconnects us as well, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it is that double-edged sword there, for sure, for sure. Yeah, because I've met amazing people through it, but then you do have that where you can feel a little bit disconnected and you don't have that same realness that you have. Yeah. And kind of back to your first question about nature, you know, it's like, um, mm -hmm. it, to me, like, yes, it's it's like I get completely recharged in nature. Um, it's like a place where I connect with my soul, um, where I find my voice, I can hear my voice. And, you know, with technology, it's like, you know, obviously people still like go out in the nature, but it there's definitely like people are like more apt to like get on their phone and communicate that way and not like really experience life, you know, like real life, you know, and, you know, like, because, you know, the world connecting, it's like virtually, you know. Yeah. And when they're out there in their nature, they've got their phone and they're videotaping the whole thing instead of actually experiencing it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. A lot of that gets lost, you know, and that's, you know, 
I'm sure, you know, it's like, you know, I'm sure in time, you know, it'll be like, um, a lot of people will be like discussing like, Hey, leave the phone at home. Let's have the experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm wondering, um, collaboration wise with music, what, it, cause you know, you, you write the songs, you're starting that process, but then when you're recording the music, what's that, uh, collaboration like, what's the input from the producers and everything? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let me first give the producer engineer, Matthew Rucker, who did a phenomenal job, uh, collaborating with me. Um, you know, and he's in a band called Quitting Whitney. So I got to shout, shout out the band, give him some love. Um, it was great. You know, it was really organic. You know, we started with, you know, I, my process really is I, I come to the producer engineer with a song already written and I scratch track it on guitar, you know, sort of um, basic chords. But with with a um, and not to kill people with process, but with a sort of a, a concept of musically the direction I want to go in. And, you know, we just really vibe wonderfully. And it just it just took off like you could just feel like it was, you know, something special was happening. And then, you know, to get Howie Weinberg, who is arguably one of the greatest, you know, masters of music in the world. And he's from Nirvana to Pearl Jam to yeah. like Jeff Buckley. I think he's got over 20 Grammys and like affiliated with over 100 gold records. And he really pushed me. He was really and is really my mentor. You know, he's like, you're really on to something here. You need to keep going. And, you know, and, you know, mastered the whole album for me. Um, he's in the Laurel Canyon area and um, he's just a spectacular human being. And so really it's the support of of the people around you that, that make something like this, you know, like magical. But those guys, I am so, so grateful to both of them. Yeah, what what a blessing. And then, of course, mentioning Laurel Canyon with just the history there with music, too. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy. I, you know, I wrote my whole album here, you know, it's like and and even the, the second album has already been written. It hasn't been recorded yet. And it's just I don't know what it is about this energy here, but there's definitely something in the air. Wow, that's well, that's awesome. Well, congratulations that you've got another one already <laughs> sitting there, too, that you've written. That's that's incredible. Yeah. Well, I did want to mention, since I know it's coming up on the 30th anniversary of Dazed and Confused, which is absolutely just blows my mind that that's 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, that was just a few <laughs> years ago. Um, and we actually did a whole episode on Dazed and Confused last year on my podcast talking about it and the lasting impact. And I mean, does does that shock you at all? The la- how dazed and confused is still such a part of um, history, really. I mean, first and foremost, what I feel is like absolute gratitude, you know, to be a part of a movie that has endured, you know, for you know, as you say, like thirty years, and especially now with the the content that we have out there on the streaming services, with you know, film and television, for anything really to sort of stand the test of time as as it currently is, you know, like hat tip to the director, you know, Richard Linkletter and, you know, and the casting director, Don Phillips and, you know, Ann Walker and just the really, it, it really is, they put together sort of the magic sauce and you I mean, you could never predict something like that, but I am super, super proud to be a part of uh, a film that means so much to so many people. I think it's a very comforting film, you know, like it, Yes. It brings people to a time and a place in their lives, um, you know, that just absolutely, you know, felt like where anything was possible. Um, mm-hmm. And I also think that that time in particular in the 70s, um, you know, I personally love I love the 
fashion and the music. Uh, I love the cars. Um, you know, I know they're not like good for the planet, but just the, I, the, the American muscle car to me is just like my, one of my favorite forms of art because <laughs> I, I really yeah. do see those cars as, you know, like, like living art. And, um, and I think people really tap into it. It's maybe something that's missing now. And that's why people like are really comforted by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that word comforted by it because it it is true. Like there are lines you can quote and um, just, you know, the first chords of a sweet emotion coming on and just stuff like that. And just instantly being in the moment and being transported um, in time too. And and also, you know, it, it worked so well for Gen X, I think as well. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely, you know, big ups to Aerosmith. Um, I'm yeah. from the New England area. So yeah, that 70s sort of, you know, like dirty rock, yeah, toys in the attic. I love it so much. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And I'm wondering then the music, since we were talking about the music in that film, I know, of course, you didn't know when you're filming it necessarily what the music was going to be necessarily. But did that music then, was that era, did, was that a big influence for you then? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think one great thing that the director did was he made these uh, mixtapes of all all songs from that era. And, and it was great. It, it really tapped you right in. And it's probably something that, as I talked about in the process, that I've carried with me. Um, and yeah, the music itself is almost like a character. Uh, I couldn't yeah. imagine that film without that. And he, you know, I believe he fought very, very hard to get that music in there. And I, I think, you know, again, hat tip, you know, because, I mean, it really, it just makes the whole thing like iconic and come alive. Like you said, that opening sequence, the sweet emotions, it's just, it's really cool to be a part of like what I think is, you know, I humbly say one of the, one of the coolest, you know, opening sequences in film history. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely, definitely is. Yeah. And I'm wondering, Sean, I know, you know, you've talked a little bit about what you get from where you're writing music and stuff like that and the, and the power of it, but what do you hope listeners of your music can get? That's a great question. I mean, I think more than anything, you know, like what great well, music does for me that I really love is it sort of, you know, it brings me back to a, a time and a place, uh, you know, that I may tap into right away with a song or it may create a new a new sort of feeling. But more than anything, that it would sort of evoke some sort of memory or feeling that brings people joy, you know, mm-hmm. um, and um, and that, or gets them through. Or inspires them, you know. That really is is what I hope, you know. Like even with Ride Like Thunder, I, you know, I hope that you know people get in their cars, crank it up, you know, and go for a cool road trip, or you know, jump out of an airplane with a parachute, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and you know, but but like live life, yeah. and um, that that song is definitely meant to inspire you to sort of push past your fear. And I hope, you know, all the songs are very different, you know, though the rock elements in all of the tracks on the album, um, you know, they're approached completely different. And, and I just really hope that they, you know, take people on a really cool trip and that they really enjoy it, you know? Yeah. Wonderful. And then I wanted to know then, what did you, what have you learned about yourself as an artist from writing this album and creating wow. it? I mean, I think, you know, going back to the sort of the earlier question, which was a really cool question about like process, is that, you know, not to not to like 
um, with for me personally. This it was about like not trying to like push the lyrics or like you know it wasn't really coming from the mind, but more like um, again not to sound like too like out there, but the subconscious, you know, to like allow it to sort of um, present itself and kind of ride the wave, if you will. And and I felt like that's where the most exciting stuff was happening, you know. And and I think so. If I've learned anything, it's just to like sort of let go and you know and enjoy the ride. Yeah, I love that. Well, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. And this was it was really interesting talking to you about your process and and the art and gave me a new appreciation. And once again, the fact that your dreams. That's just, that's so beautiful. So I'm, I'm sure it's, so oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Of course. Of course. So yes. thank you. And so when then can we expect to see, like, I know you've teased your next single. So is that going to be then available soon? Yeah, yeah we're going to actually um, tease spiritual technology, I believe in June. Um, it could be as early as June 1st um, or maybe uh, the, the prior week. I'm going to talk to the team and we'll knock it down, but it will be in June at some point. You will get a tease on TikTok of the next track, which is spiritual technology. Awesome. Wonderful. Wonderful. And then are you going to be going on tour then too? Do you know? I would absolutely love that. And we're we're talking about that would be like the best. I'm hoping hopefully to open up to like, you know, like a really sort of, um, you know, huge act. That would be a great way to get the party started, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, yeah, I, I think that will be, like the most inspiring thing but right now like because there is so much content out there the sort of the talk is giving each song the love that it deserves you know um yeah. so it, people can really connect with it and then at a certain point you know uh, as that process happens the whole album will come out and then of course we'll start the tour so it's exciting you know yeah I bet. I bet. Well, congratulations again. And thank you again for speaking with me. And I wish you nothing but the best with everything that you're doing. So thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. Thank you again, Sean, for speaking with me. I really, really enjoyed that conversation. And I hope everyone else did too. You will see in the show notes, there is a link to more information um, and where you can follow Sean on TikTok and get more information about his upcoming debut album. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod on Twitter at fandom thing pod. No, it's in that one on Instagram at it's a fandom thing pod on TikTok at it's a fandom thing pod. If you have any feedback show notes, if you'd like to be a potential interview guest on the show, please feel free to reach out to us via our website. It's a fandom thing Click the contact us button there and I will get back to you as soon as I can. So until next time, remember it's a fandom thing. Black Lives Matter, and Stop Asian Hate. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for Season 9. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.